Coding the Customer, a podcast about customer experience and how to realize customer-centric change in today's dynamic business world. I'm Julia Allfeld, Certified Customer Experience Professional, Business Advisor, and host of this program. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thanks, and it's great to have you back. This episode is part of my CX mini masterclass series here on Decoding the Customer. These weekly episodes are published each Thursday and designed to be punchy, bite-sized overviews of key customer experience concepts and ideas for how you can help your organization thrive through customer centricity. Whether you're new to the field of customer experience, are preparing for the CCXP exam, or are a seasoned professional looking to brush up on a few basics, this series will help you improve your knowledge, skills, and performance to stand out as a CX professional. This is episode 79, the second episode for April 2020. Today, I'm going to share three ideas for gathering voice of customer insight. These are methodologies that are often overlooked, but can provide unique insight into customers and the context of their lives. We all know that customer understanding is so important for CX management. In fact, Customer insight is often the very first port of call for organizations that are just getting started with their CX evolution. And that's because if we don't understand our customers, there's absolutely no way we'll be able to deliver a good experience. Let's put it this way. If customer experience management were plotted on a monopoly board, voice of customer would be where you pass go and collect $200. We're all familiar with surveys, focus groups, and even customer interviews as great ways to collect customer insight. But I sometimes think that these are overplayed and that there are countless other methodologies that yield rich insights, often different insights than you would get through these more traditional approaches. So if you're interested in learning about three voice of customer approaches that you might not have thought of before, but are simple, low cost, and yield different insights than what you get from surveys and focus groups, and stay tuned. As always, if you're out and about while listening to this and hear something that you'd like to remember later, don't worry about writing it down. You can find an overview of the key concepts we've covered today in the show notes for this episode, which are on my website, julia-alfelt.com or decodingthecustomer.com. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here to say that surveys and focus groups aren't useful. They absolutely are. And it's for good reason that these methodologies are so incredibly popular. That said, each voice of customer research approach has its advantages and its disadvantages. That's why I think it's important to use a variety of approaches so you can get a more robust and comprehensive understanding of your customers, their needs, their motivations, and the context for their life. So today, I'm sharing three unique alternative voice of customer methodologies that you might want to think about adding to your arsenal. The first is called fly-on-the-wall observations. It's amazing what you can learn about customers just by watching what they do. This is particularly helpful for filling in blind spots along the customer journey that don't leave a traditional data trail. For example, retailers often have a lot of insight about what customers purchase because that information can be gathered through loyalty card programs and at the point of sale. But before that point, there's little insight about how customers move through the store, what they pick up, what they might consult to make their decisions, etc. I've also used this fly-on-the-wall observation approach in a banking context to understand how clients move through a branch and what they do while they're there. I think this is a great place to start your voice of customer research. 
understand your objectives, grab a clipboard, find a discrete spot, and just absorb. You'll probably find that this approach generates questions. Resist the urge to intervene. But think about how you might be able to answer those questions through another approach, like follow-up interviews, a focus group, or an analysis of customer activity data. Observations won't yield all the answers, but it may open your eyes to new aspects of the customer experience that you hadn't thought of. The next voice of customer approach goes by several names. Job shadowing, a day in the life of, walk a mile in their shoes, whatever you want to call it. This VOC methodology is about deep immersion in someone's life, work, or their routine. It's pretty straightforward. A researcher spends time with a research subject while they do a particular task or just go about their day. The researcher should have clear direction on the objectives and what they're looking to learn, but they should also have latitude to ask questions and engage with the research subject. As with fly-in-the-wall observations, I find that this approach often yields insights about things that you never suspected. I found it to be particularly useful in a B2B context, where customers often view their suppliers as partners and are open to job shadowing as a way of helping suppliers gain insights that can improve products and services. The third and final voice of customer methodology that I'd like to cover is journaling. The first two approaches rely heavily on researcher observations, but this last approach is all about unleashing the customer with a mandate to record their thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, and their observations on a specific topic. If you're a food manufacturer, perhaps you're looking to glean insights on customer eating habits and their feelings about their choices. Asking customers to log this over the course of a week can yield some pretty cool insights. The prevalence of smartphones has opened up a lot of options to make journaling easier for you and your research subjects. For example, you could ask your research participants to take photos, screen grabs, or make video testimonials about a specific activity related to your area of interest. This approach can yield some fascinating insights about the context of customers' lives, particularly if you open it up to photo or video journaling. As you might imagine, a challenge with this methodology can be getting the research subject to engage with journaling and to do it consistently. This might be an instance where it's worthwhile to look at incentives or possibly even a panel of participants that have agreed to take part in this type of research. If that's not an option, see if you can engage with some of your brand advocates or super users, those who have a stake in the success of your product offering. They might be more willing to consistently participate. Before I wrap things up, I'd like to address the question of sample size because it's an important one, and where I think many CX professionals get pushback on some of these lesser-used voice-of-customer research approaches. On the spectrum of VOC methodologies, you have at the one end, narrow but deep, and at the other, wide but shallow. A massive survey would be wide but shallow. You can reach a larger sample size, but you're limited in the perspective that you can glean. On the other hand, something like a day in the life of is narrow but deep. It's obviously not feasible to shadow thousands of customers, but you can be smart about picking a few participants who are representative of a customer segment, and then back up the findings with something like a broader survey if you think you'll get pushback on the sample size. Think about observations, shadowing, and journaling as complements to, not replacements for, surveys and customer activity data analysis. If you're looking for help with voice of customer research or turning insights into experience improvements, please get in touch. 
I'd be happy to explore how I can help. You can reach me via email, tweet, or LinkedIn message. My handle is at Julia Allfelt, and my full contact details are also listed on my website, julia-allfelt.com or decodingthecustomer.com. I hope that you're enjoying the show. Please share with others who might be interested or head on over to iTunes and rate the podcast. This helps others find the show. I'll be back next week with another episode. I'll see you then. 